Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. And I'm Rachel Baumberger, sitting in for the uh, lovely but absent Sarah Gilseth. <laughs> what should be on your school, your Lutheran school's website? Uh, you know, when you're looking for a school, you, you mentioned earlier that when you all moved to the, the St. Louis area, looking for a school and scouring uh, yes. websites, because that's probably one of the first steps before you go out and visit any of them. You got to... Back in the day when I was a kid, it was like use the yellow pages and hope that they might have some information in the yellow pages. We so many that. flyers <laughs> and <true>. brochures <laughs> and yeah, and now websites do all of that. And when I was looking for a school for our kids and going over these websites, I also had the experience of having been in charge of websites at work and at church and <laughs> and having asked these questions myself. What do I need? But being a consumer, totally different perspective. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. Totally different perspective. Like, oh, maybe we should include that. Well, to help us today, uh, the Reverend Daniel Rossi is pastor of Christ Lutheran Church in Topeka, Kansas, and author of a great post on the ConcordiaTechnology.org blog uh, regarding this very topic. Pastor Ross, thanks for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, glad to, to have some time to chat with you. Now, you had this, you went through this experience as a parent too, trying to, uh, trying to navigate what, uh, trying to find a, a Lutheran, uh, early, early childhood center for your child. Is that right? Uh, yeah, we, we did. Um, it, it was a daycare, um, the, the childhood center with, with, uh, associated with our church and, and the only one in town that's Lutheran actually had a w- eight child waiting list. Uh, what happened was my my wife had just started working for a hospital right before going on maternity leave on an as-needed basis, and she was, you know, two weeks after having her, her first child, her son, they called back and said, hey, when you come back, can you come back full-time? So we went from not having to worry about daycare because uh, she was going to work maybe a max of eight hours a week to, oh, man, we, we need to find a place. And um, option one was a no-go, so we we started scouring websites and learned very quickly that um, there is certain information that you look for (laughs) right off the bat. And if they make it very, very hard, that's that's a a last resort pile. Um, What did you find when you were scouring those websites to find uh, a, a, a daycare for your child? I mean, a lot of them would have like pictures of the children, which would were good in a a contact number to call or an email to call for more information along with the address and that was pretty much it there there wasn't a lot about the the daycare if you know what what were uh, what licensings they had uh anything about the the teachers what training that they had had things like that things that you're like if i'm going to put my child in somebody else's care I want to know how much care my child's going to get. I want to know what you guys are are licensed for, what training you have had, and, and things like that. Um, and instead, you're making me take a next step potentially to to do that. And, and so, yeah, if you're going to make the information harder to get, you're going to go on the secondary pile. Um, did Did you find and, and it, it very frustrating? Um, I remember my experience. So many websites will not put any tuition information up, 
And so there was oh. there was at least one school that we just, the website looked amazing, but we couldn't find any information about the cost. And so we actually scheduled a school visit went and went through the whole thing. But as soon as we heard the numbers, we have four children. And it was just like, it was a no-go. We love your school, but there is no way that this is going to happen. And boy, that could have saved us a lot of time if you just maybe put that on your website. Absolutely. And, and you know, they don't even have to have that on the front page, but... A tab clearly marked that says tuition um, is because this is coming out of your pocket and especially if you have multiple children um, you want to know what what you're looking at and if you can even afford the school because you don't want to waste the school's time I don't want to waste my time um, in, in going to a school that I can't afford um, or, or sending my children to a school I can't afford getting your hopes up <laughs> yes, getting, you getting afford. your hopes up you know things things like that um, and so when, when that information is, is hard, so to find, it is so aggravating um, as, as a parent that uh, you, in my experience, I resented those schools, quite honestly. Um, I was like, I'm not sending my kid here because you're making it so hard to get the information. Um, <laughs> that sounds like something I would so, say. We're so human. <laughs> we are, we are. Um, what so then as a as a parent fast forward a few years and the tables are turned right yes so <laughs> our our school association uh we we wanted to redo the website our website was really outdated in, in more than one ways and so we we're going to do it and we're struggling with the question of what do we put on our website and it's like do we just kind of copy paste everything over and make it cleaner or whatever and kind of started reading a lot about um, what to put on a school website and a lot of that information out there is actually directed more towards public schools and uh, if you go to a public school I mean public schools you kinda know what you're gonna get and, and so some of these questions you don't ask but um, I was able to find some stuff regarding private schools and things like that and it's like Oh yeah, this, is, this is, was exactly the stuff that I was looking for as a parent. Of course, we should put that on the website and make it clear and easy to find. And, and um, it, it just it it, it uh, clicked with my experience, um, and, and so it, knowing that actually made it a lot easier to make the website. Quite, quite honestly, because the, the struggle then it, it, I'm trying to. <laughs> how to phrase this. Um, the, the struggle of what to put on there really crystallized into what are parents looking for. And, and when you get to that question, um, you can actually, even if you're, you're, you know, you're 15 years removed from your, your youngest child you know, leaving for college, you can find people either in your church or, or your neighbors that have young school-age children and, and ask them, when you were looking at school websites, what information were you looking for? And it's going to come back to, to this stuff of um, tuition rates, are you accredited, max classroom size, curriculum, um, things like that. And, and, and um, what people that have gone there or sent their kids there, you know, were they happy with the experience? What are the reviews, basically? Well, and also there's another element for Lutheran schools, and that is how does the faith come into the education um, because we know yeah. there are all sorts of people the schools fall at all points in the spectrum in that regard and so when I was when I was looking for schools it was huge for me to know okay 
Will they be teaching my children about Christ on a daily basis? And also, what will they be teaching my children about Christ on a daily basis? So how do you present that information in a way that's truly valuable to prospective parents? And that, that's a great question because that was the other struggle was um, we really wanted to highlight our Lutheranism, our, our Christianity, and, and what we teach the kids. And so, um, and, and I don't know if you experienced this, but in, in before I wrote the article and, and when we were redoing our, our website, just going and looking at uh, Lutheran school websites, a lot of them basically were a, a second church website where, again, it didn't give kind of the, the uh, you know, tuition rates, things like that, I really focused on the faith, and the faith is very, very important. Uh, but what I found out in my, as part of my research was when, when parents decide to send their kids to a Christian school, and especially Lutheran parents decide to send their kids to a Lutheran school, they assume that the faith is going to be incorporated into the curriculum. So you, um, you want to put that on the website, but you, you have to have kind of this balance between you know, academics, uh, in, you know, tuition facts and, and faith and um, hi, you, you know you, you can find ways to highlight that but you don't want to just focus on the faith and I realize that, that people and I this might be a very unpopular opinion to say this but this is what came out not only after I, I read these things but when I talked with parents in my congregation when I talked with um, people that I know that, that have young kids just kind of around the country, well, yeah, you know, we're sending our kid here because we know they're going to get a, a, a Christian um, or a Lutheran uh, foundation as a part of the education. We assume that going in. Um, and does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it, <laughs> But you're right. You, it needs to be there, but it, it needs to not be so overwhelming that it rules out all these other rules out space for these other essential you know parts of the information you're trying to give parents um i needed to see both yeah 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 and the 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 christian faith is certainly the foundation of of who we are what that what our identity is as well and why we're even educating our children um so it's certainly important but parents also want to know how, you know, what curriculum is being used to teach my child, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, what curriculum is, is used for each of these subjects. What subjects are even included um, in that school? Because we want to make sure that they're prepared for the, the next step, too. So all good questions. And you can check out the blog as well. We'll provide a link with that, the ConcordiaTechnology.org blog. You can check out that blog post from Pastor Ross there. We'll include that with the program notes today. I feel like we could probably talk about this longer. To, I think we to, we could. I have one more question, though. We have about 30 seconds. I know. Okay, quickly. Is this uh, knowledge, wisdom that you're providing, can it be used for church websites, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's the same question. It's the same question. What are what the average user of your website um, are... are it, Put in so so for a school you you want to think of potential family for your front page, um, and for church you want to think kind of visitor. So the pertinent information wants to go first. So so what goes first on the the church web page or what you want there is service time. Sorry, I hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> 
So look for the things that they're going to be looking for right away to make that connection with you or to come find your services is what I hear you saying. The Reverend yes. Daniel Ross, pastor of Christ Lutheran Church in Topeka, Kansas, and author of that blog post on the ConcordiaTechnology.org blog. Thanks so much for being our guest today. Thank you. That was fun. That was really fun. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, my goodness. What, what fun it is. <laughs> I'm Eddie Bates. And I'm Rachel Bomberger. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.